welcome back to another episode of the Safe App Podcast, where we discuss everything medical aesthetics. Today's podcast is motivated around the online debate about J-Lo and Gemma Collins and receiving aesthetic treatments. Our guest here with us. So let's start off with Roops. Hi there, I'm Roops. I'm a GP working in Surrey. I'm a friend of these guys. Hi, I'm Divya. I'm Subhan Suming's flatmate, so I've been made to attend today's episode. <laughs> I am a doctor as well, and I'm doing some COVID-19 work at the moment. And last but not least is Mira. Hi, I'm Mira. I work in tech and I also own a fashion label and I'm here because there's free food available. <laughs> that is I right. about the free food. <laughs> it's well, how we bribed her. Yeah. We, we bribed her with free food. Thank you everyone for coming today. So the, today we're discussing a topic that has sparked a lot of online debate, which is about JLo talking about not receiving any injectables yeah um, aesthetic injectables and also Gemma Collins coming out saying that she's dissolving her fillers and according to her her Botox as well which we know can't be dissolved so we decided to talk about it because we thought we wanted to kind of gauge what people thought about it and if you guys have got anything you would like to say just leave a comment down below either on our Instagram or on our podcast account and we'll be happy to hear from you so let's just start. Should we start off with what we both think before yeah. we go on? Yeah, to well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about our stance in the matter and then we'll explore what our friends think about this. So I would say that with regards to JLo kind of coming out and saying that she has not had any treatments done and that people are kind of berating her for it, I do think that is wrong in some aspects. Because if she wants to be private about any treatments that she has had in the past or she is having at the moment, it is her kind of prerogative. Yeah. Maybe she hasn't had any injectables done and that's the truth. And But what she's not telling you is how much other treatments she's having. Like, for example, like, you know, she might be having chemical pills, laser treatment. True. All these other stuff contributes to her having great skin. True. Okay. But so are like, you sure it's not just olive oil? That I don't know. But very good point. Like her saying that it's it's olive oil only is slightly misleading, I guess. So what do you think, Roops? I think if she really hasn't had any injectables, like if it was me, then I would be quite upset at the fact that everybody is saying that it's a lie and it's fake and it's not true. But if she has had some treatment done, the fact that she's got a beauty brand is, I think... The point because she's making out that the reason that her skin is good is because she's looked after it and she's used the treatments that she's kind of selling really so I don't know if she's kind of misleading people in that way that mm-hmm. makes sense yeah and I think if she's had it she should be proud and she should just say it because she looks good True. yeah so I I'm inclined to agree with you guys in that yeah sure okay she's allowed to say whatever she wants about whether or not she's had any treatments. And I think we should try and take it at face value. But equally, as Roop said, it is sort of false messaging if she has had it. Mm-hmm. And then she says that all she's done is use olive oil-based products to give her like this glowing, lineless, beautiful skin. Because then you'll have a whole generation of young, very impressionable girls buying this stuff, thinking that's what's going to happen, yeah. when in fact it won't. So that in itself, you know, opens up a whole host of other problems like self-esteem issues and everyone thinks obviously they'll never be as beautiful as J-Lo because they're just not genetically blessed, blah, blah, blah. So you've got that issue to think about. But I think the other thing that struck me was, and it wasn't specifically J-Lo, but we have loads of people saying that they haven't had any work done when Mm. they clearly have had work done. Yeah. I think my problem sort of sits with that group of people. Like, I think Suming's right. When you look at J-Lo, it's so subtle. She has had any work done. You you can kind of argue either way, really. But there are some people who've had lips that were, I don't know, half a centimetre thick. And the next thing you know, they're two centimetres thick. Yeah. And then they say, I haven't had anything done. I, again, they're allowed to say whatever they want to say. But if the change is so obvious 
then they should expect some backlash. Yeah. Because people aren't quite as dumb as you think they are. That yeah. is true. You I... know, dare I say that. But yeah, and I think that's, I, I have more of a problem with that than, you know, someone like J-Lo who, maybe she hasn't, I don't know. When you talk about people, are you talking about like Bridget Jones kind of situation? Kylie Jenner, for example. She marketed an entire lip kit based on amazing basically lips. inflated lips that weren't hers. True. And all these kids went and bought these kids, made her a self-made billionaire. But we know that it's false marketing. And I think But that's, didn't that's... she come out with her having lips kinda before she became a billionaire? We'll come back to that. Yeah. Let's just let's I mean, just that, get Mira. That's the point. That's the point I'm trying to make. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can understand that. So let's just come on to Mira. So Mira, what what do you think? So I think so. I'm actually inclined to believe her when she says she hasn't had any injectables because I think we should just trust people on what they say. And also, I think it's sort of you know if she has had work done, it is up to her to decide whether she wants to share that. I think it's weird the amount of scrutiny that we like give individuals and it's weird that people are like let's look at a picture of her face 10 years ago and look at one now and compare them and see if we can find any sort of signs of yeah. differences or aging exactly. like, I just think it's a bit strange that we're obsessed with this but I, I'm inclined to believe her if that's what she says has happened and I don't know specifically but I think I don't think she's saying that olive oil is the only thing she's ever used on her face you know I don't think it's it's not quite that. So, yes, maybe no. olive oil has helped her skin over the years. And I don't think that's something that's unrealistic. I don't think, I also don't think it's completely unrealistic that she has good skin. And yes, she may have had like non injectable treatments. Yeah. But, like, I don't think that's a big deal. I don't think it amounts to sort of falsely selling what she's selling. Because I think what she's saying about olive oil is that like Mira, like what you just said it's not that she's saying that that's the only product she's ever used but she does i think what she was trying to say is that olive oil was certainly an ingredient that's definitely helped with her skin and that's why with her products that she's launched one of the main ingredients is olive oil i think from what i understood that was what she was saying also, do we think that in this case that everyone's annoyed about it is because they know about quite limited use of aesthetics? So if someone told you guys about aesthetic procedures, what are your first thoughts about? Let's go, Mira. So if I told you, oh, yeah, I've had a non-surgical aesthetic procedure before meeting us and knowing what it is, what did you think in your mind was a aesthetic procedure, honestly? Like just something like Botox. Exactly. Yeah. Like, how about you, Dev? Um... I mean, I think obviously because we tend to hear a lot more about this or, you know, see a lot more of this, I would have thought like injectables. Injectables. Yeah, I wouldn't have actually classified, you know, peels, laser treatments. I wouldn't classify them as exactly. non-surgical. I'd just consider them, you know, like treatments. Yeah. I, I, it wouldn't, I wouldn't consider that being work. Exactly. Because mm. the majority of people don't think that that is a non-surgical aesthetic procedure. And yeah. they don't know that sometimes those procedures are only delivered by medically qualified doctors. Yeah. So she might have had procedures done. But what she's trying to say is, I've not had Botox or derma fillers, or and maybe she's had an injectable. But you know how people might, people's mind only goes to Botox and fillers. How about yeah. you, Rups? What do you what did you think when you first heard of aesthetics? Yeah, I think like five years ago, I would have thought Botox and fillers and nothing else. But yeah. I think now there is more of an awareness. Yeah. Slowly, like with the Love Island generation, I guess these procedures are all becoming a bit more popular now. So I think more people are starting to know. But yeah, the first thing you do think about is Botox. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess like if people actually understood the amount or like the different procedures present, I think it would be a little bit easier for them to accept it. But then I feel like everybody's fixating on it a lot as well. Like, yeah. it's just because she looks good and she's not allowed to look like that because she's 51. And I but think, it's her like, job people, to look like that. Like, take, for instance, if it was a male, if it was, like, Paul Rudd, nobody ever says to him, are you using Botox? Is Paul Rudd using Botox? No, but he could be. <laughs> he looks the same since he's been in Clueless, like, 20 years ago, doesn't he? That is true. So maybe he is using Everyone Botox. Says, oh, my God, you haven't aged. Women that hasn't aged, they're always like, why? What have you done? What have you done? Women seem to receive the harshest scrutiny, I should say. Also, but... I 
think that women judge other women more harshly than men would. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think a lot of people are under the impression that men in general look better as they age, whereas I mean, the general perception is that women, when they age, they are naturally expected to I'm, not look as good. I'm going to challenge that a bit. I don't think it's a natural perception. I actually think it's what society has made us think. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Like, my mum yeah. has never had anything, for instance, and I know that your mothers, they all look like beautiful women. Yeah. Aged gracefully. Yeah, that's true. When I mean natural, I guess, like you said, it's it's so drilled into you, yeah, like yeah. us, I yeah, would say, yeah, yeah. that it, it's become almost second nature to expect women to maybe not age as well as men would. I think it's probably because, like, it's a generational thing, right? Women of our mother's generation pretty much had to do everything at the expense of maybe their looks, unless, you know, when I say looks, I mean kind of very superficially. Yeah. Because... You know, that was what was expected of them. They didn't really have, you know, men around to... Or the men weren't really around to help with kind of more domestic tasks. They all had careers, etc. But then over time, maybe with sort of later generations, beauty treatments became more accessible. And so, you know, like, I think we still expect people to look or age like our mums did. Yeah, but clearly, people, you know, like if 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 you pay attention to your skin even when you were young and you did all the right things, which I know my mother didn't do. She yeah. still looks good, but she didn't do it. Yeah. So if if you actually did do all the right things, wear your SPF, etc., and you know have the odd treatment here and there, you might age a lot better. And you know, there's a lot more awareness about what you eat, etc. Yeah. You may age a lot better than maybe the generation of our mothers did. Yeah. And I wonder if that has a role to play as well. Mm. But then because the expectation is that you look a certain way at a certain age and yeah. then you don't, there's obviously the question of whether or not you had something done, but it may not be that. It's just that you've looked after your skin yeah. kind of well. Yeah. Also, I'm not going to say that our mothers had it better because we're gonna, I'm going to get killed for saying that. But also you would see like times then versus now. Now there's like pollution. Yeah. Now the ozone layer is thick thinning not thickening thinning you're stressed out a little bit more i feel like our generation we've got not we're not stressed out more we've got different stresses and we tend to look after ourselves better when it compares to our mother's generation yes i know because i think more we are more aware of skin health and skin care compared to i'm just using my mom as an example my mom didn't start looking after her skin at least till she was in her late 40s 50s I would say living in a tropical country where it's sunny every single day pretty much throughout the year she didn't start using SPF till very much later in her life and even then it's she only she thinks that it's only when she's out under direct sun exposure will she use it not even on a day-to-day basis and when she's lived majority of her life like that it's very difficult to then expect her to change her mindset and start being like, okay, I'm going to use SPF every single day because my daughter's telling me to. My mom is just so used to like her very minimalistic skin that anything extra is just asking for too much from her. Yeah, so, yeah. same with mine. But, but yeah, sorry. I think our mothers look good, so then you have to yeah. think that genetics does play a major role in it too. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, I guess what we're saying is that we can't expect every 50-year-old to look the same and to age the same way. And exactly. if you look after your skin enough, like starting from a very young age in your 20s until your 50s, you're definitely going to have an advantage compared to someone who starts looking after their skin only in their late 40s. I'm going to say something that might be, a, well, it's not controversial, it's true. Um, yeah. I mean, money plays a huge role. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. So she's got all these resources. Let's forget, you know, aesthetic treatments. She says she hasn't had any. Maybe she hasn't had any. That's fine. But she's got money at her disposal to, you know, stress causes you to kind of like frown, etc. And then that's how you get wrinkles, right? Yeah. Well, you know, she probably doesn't have a lot of stress because she can outsource wherever possible. She probably has a nutritionist who gives her 
you know, the right food for, you know, her skin type, blood type, there's exactly. so many things yeah. that are being done at the moment. Yeah. You know, she probably has her every need taken care of. And I'm not dissing her for this. It is also part of her job to look good. Yeah. yeah. And now she's got a skincare company. She has, you know, it's even more, even more imperative that she has to look good. So I know this, the discussion is about whether or not she's had anything done. Injectables. Uh, yeah, injectables. And I don't think it's obvious that she's had anything done to her face, if yeah. you ask me, assuming. I mean, you're the aesthetic practitioner. Yeah, so like I said, yeah. I I can't tell for sure and I can't call her a liar. I can't agree with people who are calling her out for being a liar because she's saying that she's never had injectables done because I quite honestly can't say for sure because she could be having multiple other facial treatments that obviously leading to her skin looking this good. But, I mean, this leads to another question, right? Fine, aesthetic treatments, non let's talk about injectables, right? Yeah. Injectables are a lot more accessible now. Yeah. Yeah. I know at least, I don't know, five, six people in my immediate circle that have had some form of injectable treatment done. Yeah. So, and, and I'm in my 30s. So why is everyone getting worked up about whether or not a 51-year-old woman has had it done, like, whether or not she, if she's had it done, like, whether or not she chooses to say it, why are people getting worked up? That's my question. Like, why does it even matter anymore? Because it's everywhere. Exactly. I guess it's very right for you to say that. I guess, like, you initially said it, or Roop said it, and if she did have work done and she denied it and she's selling a skincare brand and then saying that you can get my skin... By using my skincare brand, I can see that it's It'd it be will be it will yeah, be an issue. It. I think if you're if you if that's what she wanted to do and she didn't have a brand, then I think it's fair enough. But if she's kind of giving people false promises, I think that's why people are saying. So did she offer up this information? But like you said, if she has had something done, she's done it very um, subtly. Subtly, yeah. And She's kind of enhanced her features rather than, yeah. you know, made it glaringly obvious. So if she has had something done, she's done it in a very subtle way, which is good. But, yeah, but we I... can't even say whether or not it's actually aesthetic procedures or not, can we? Injectables, yeah. I was just going to say, I don't know that any cosmetics are sold to us, honestly. Like, if you watch an ad on the television, are we genuinely believing that the only thing that that person has done has put the cream on that they're using so i just i don't see how it's any different to what is going on absolutely everywhere else yeah even if she were to have had some other sort of treatments and Mm. you know i don't think anyone's going oh this is the only product she's ever used her entire life and that's why she looks this way and if i use that product i will look just like her i don't think but are we worried about what the next generation is going to see because now it's going to be on social media it's kind of readily available kids nowadays are like looking at things and thinking they want they want things like that. So um, it's maybe... I mean, if they were to be use, young people were to be using her products, I don't think that's going to harm them. And also, if they're on social media, they're going to be seeing, you know, Farmers. thousands and thousands of other things that are worse for them. Yeah. So using a bit of olive oil-based cream shouldn't... <laughs> isn't the biggest problem on Instagram. It's so basically, <laughs> the backlash is kind of unwarranted. Can we say that? I think it's unwarranted. I think it is. Yeah. And, I, and I do think a majority of it is us ladies bringing another lady who's doing it, doing something very well. It's just bringing her down. Yeah. Mm. So in a way, I think she's looking after herself. She's come up with a skincare range of products. I mean, she is a business woman after all. She's and a good if, business woman. Yeah. If... If she's using herself as an ambassador for her products, her company, I mean, I don't see that being a problem as such because, for example, like, say, for example, we were actually talking about this earlier on. Jackie Chan is actually a face of, of a gym. That is true. And, yeah. and he is into martial arts and he's, he's a face of a gym. So really, it's not that dissimilar in a way. But because yeah. it's a facial she's product and she's shit. beautiful... And she's a celebrity. Suddenly, there's so much. I mean, like all eyes are on her, and, and she's true. she's 
unnecessarily receiving backlash. That's true because I don't see anyone telling Jackie Chan like there's no way. Yeah, the only way you got that body is through this hard work and just going to the gym. He might have done like what? Um, he might have had liposuction. You don't know that. He could have had, and he's he got a good he diet. He's got a lot of people working around him, making him look that good. Yeah. But that's yeah. not an issue. As soon as it comes to a woman's face and her looking the way she's supposed to look at age fifty-one, if she is supposed to look at that that way, but that's a major issue. I guess the discussion is that maybe she wasn't supposed to as such because if she had. Not say, for example, she wasn't a celebrity and she was just living a very normal life, not having access to expensive uh, skincare products, aesthetic facial treatments. Then maybe she wouldn't age as well, and she wouldn't look this good at her age. I don't think so. I feel like there are women out there who don't look their age at fifty, and they do have good skin, but we just don't see them because it's not. Overly published or publicized? Yeah, that's because you don't know how old they are. So they might be fifty, but you think they're forty-five, and exactly, yeah, yeah. There are women out there who look after their skin, not with not that much money, Hmm. but we don't see it. I mean, when I say not that much money, as much as J Lo. I mean, we don't know how much she's spending. We we don't know how much she's spending. It's all speculation because just using our mothers as examples. I mean, I can tell you for sure my mom does not spend a lot of money on skincare products because I know exactly what she has at home. She might not use olive oil, but she definitely, (laughs) most certainly, is not splurging like, you know, hundreds of pounds every month on skincare products or treatments. And have you guys read about the Gemma Collins thing? It's kind of like the similar theme as J-Lo, where apparently she's dissolved her fillers and Botox. Just but you can't dissolve Yeah, yeah we, know. we know that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, we'll forget she said that. We'll just assume she meant fillers. Yeah, yeah. Let's just assume she meant fillers. I mean, I think essentially what she's done is she's teamed up with a Harley Street clinic to offer collagen supplements, and she's now come out saying that she's dissolving her fillers and she's out there to urge her fans who follow her to embrace a more natural self. Can I just But say, I don't know if it, whether it is both. Well, people are saying it's both because she's going to support this collagen thing. Can I just say, this. I don't understand why this is a news item. I, I, I really don't get why this is a news item. There's, so there's one story that says Gemma Collins is dissolving her fillers. And then there's another story that says... Gemma Collins is launching, you know, yeah. a collagen well, supplement. And she's, she's teaming up with a Harley Street clinic. No one ever... I don't know how they put the two together and made that assumption. Cause, and why it's such big news. Like, you know, she's, she's made a recommendation. Okay, dissolve your fillers. Fine. People might choose to dissolve them. People might choose not to. Like, it. I, I just don't understand. People are going to... I just don't understand why this is a news story and why people are giving her so much flack. No, I think the issue is that she is the one saying that she's had these work done before. She's had Botox, she's had fillers before and she can't stand it. And she's the one who's saying that she looks at herself and thinks she doesn't look like herself anymore. And that's yeah. why she's urging people to go for a more natural look. And as and such, she is that. then... She is, as part of that, then selling her collagen supplements. I don't think that's... Like, it could be two separate things. But people have just put it together. Yeah, because she hasn't come out saying that she wanted to dissolve this and support a collagen, whatever it is. It could be that one led to the other. I mean, like, Victoria Beckham got took her breast implants out because she didn't like them. Yeah. Yeah, Chrissy Teigen did the same, didn't she? Yeah, she did. So, you know, they just... They had them, they decided it wasn't for them, and so they had them removed. End I, of story. I don't understand I why it's such fine. a big like, deal. When she had them done, no one blinked an eye, and now she's taking them out. Everyone's like, what are you doing? Like, What's wrong with that? What's wrong with changing and making yourself happier with how you look? I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but I, is anyone also, is anyone actually like, what are you doing for dissolving your fillet? Like, I don't know that anyone thinks of it as an issue. I, well, I'm a little bit unsure about the bit where she's now telling people that they shouldn't be getting it. But surely, like, you know, people have their reasons. Like, And, I, like, it is a choice. So it's a bit strange to be like, this hasn't worked for me, therefore I encourage no one else to do it. 
obviously there are plenty of people where having like aesthetic treatments has helped them so I don't you know it's a bit of a weird sort of it's like fine don't do it no one's saying that's a bad thing or at least I'm not or maybe she's trying to tell people who have been trying to get fillers to look a certain way that it's okay to look natural because I do think that some people have this image in their mind that they have to chase it's kind of like a trend unfortunately with aesthetics Mm. One day it's like fuller lips, the other day it's Russian lips. The, I, I don't know, it's just a trend that people actually, people actually want to follow. So I guess for her coming out and saying that, you know what, don't follow a trend and just look the natural way you are, I think that's a good message to put out there. Mm-hmm. And I think that being the news on aesthetic procedures is a good thing to show. But, I mean, obviously she has a lot of influence, right? I just wonder if... and. There are a lot of people like us who are secure, who who are very kind of comfortable either in their own skin or their opinions. Mm-hmm. But what if there are people who feel, who, who are, again, impressionable or don't have a lot of self-esteem, have had all these fillers, and then someone like Gemma, Gemma Collins, who's super influential, then comes and says, oh yeah, they're not good, you should be comfortable in your own skin. What if someone isn't? And then you're just making them feel bad for mm-hmm. having fillers. I don't think that's what she's saying, though, but... But that's how people can perceive it. Yeah, people can perceive it that way. Yeah, perception plays a huge role in this. I think, for me, if she chooses to embrace a more natural look and that's what suits her and that's what she's going for, then she is... I mean, she can decide for herself. I guess the issue is that there's a lot of speculation that all this is because of the Gemma Collagen business that she's doing. What's called Gemma Collagen? Yeah, it's called Gemma Collagen. Love it. Yeah, it's called Gemma Collagen. I might buy it just because it says Gemma Collagen. (laughs) Amazing marketing, though. Come on. Yeah. So, so I think I think the thing is people are very quick to judge and say that it's driven by money. It's driven by. But I think, who are we to say that she might not actually feel this way? Who are we to say that she might not actually feel like, you know, I've had enough, I've spent enough money on fillers and Botox and I don't want it anymore. And now I want to embrace a slightly different look. I don't think there's anything wrong. Even if it's driven by a collagen supplement that she likes, you know. I mean, it's her her life, it's her business. So really, I don't think we should be harping on it too much and she is more than entitled to do whatever she wants to do also don't you guys think it's more of like education because now people kind of know what is out there maybe with her she didn't understand how skin works or what you can do to actually make your skin look a little bit better or rejuvenated so maybe it's a little bit of education and on her behalf maybe when she actually went to see this collagen supplement she realized different ways to make her skin look a little bit better so mm. maybe it's all got to do with education that's what she's trying to tell the public no the thing is i think people are assuming that this is a very black and white thing you know she mm. dissolved her fillers and she's now talking about her collagens and coming out with like i don't know chemical pews and other products that she's looking to come up with but what we need to realize is that whenever people talk about products that they are or they are not using it might not not necessarily be the only things that they use she might be talking about this collagen and she might be talking about dissolving fillers and botox which you know you can't dissolve but what she might not be telling you is that or she might be using a whole load of other products so it's not a very black and white thing she's not only using the collagen to achieve this look mm-hmm. and she's not saying that this is the only thing that she- using lots of different face treatments just not the not just the collagen yeah i think she's kind of highlighting that you know there's lots of different ways to look and she has said that everybody looks the same at the moment which is kind of true yeah and everyone's striving for the certain trends and everyone's striving to look a certain way i think she's just kind of exploring and i think good for her if she wants to do that Again, well, I think again, majority is women against women is again. A, is the backlash just sort of like you're doing this thing now just to promote your product? Yeah, yeah I think a lot of people are calling her right. out about. Yeah. It's, a, it's a bit strange. Also, it's collagen. It's just like it's just collagen. Like yeah. you could go buy it's, you know unbranded collagen somewhere else. It's not like she's trying to like push something that's bad for you. Like yeah, it's a strange exactly. thing to get upset about. Like I know we said there's multiple factors, but again, is it false advertising? I don't think it I is. I think it is. Isn't collagen actually good for your skin? It I mean, is. You're the doctors, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> like, like collagen is good for your skin, but collagen doesn't change the shape of your face. Collagen doesn't stop you getting wrinkles if you've, or, or you know, 
banish your wrinkles if you've got them already. It just helps your skin look better. They're True. two very different things. Mm. So that's why I don't understand how people make this connection. Because maybe she just looked at her face and was like, well, I don't want to look like this anymore. I want my old face back, mm. which is what she said, right? Yeah, I think that's, that's exactly what she yeah. was yeah. saying. So she, you know... And then she was like, oh, well, okay, I'm not doing, I'm not getting Botox anymore, but I want to have some health, I, I want my skin to be healthy nevertheless, so I'm going to take collagen. What's wrong with that? This is what I don't get. I think the, the issue is that people think it's a very black and white thing. It's either one or the other. Yeah. Whereas you can have collagen, you can have, you can, you can take collagen supplements, you can have collagen, you can have hyaluronic acid injections into your face to stimulate collagen productions, like skin rejuvenating injectables. But you can also use various skincare products to improve your skin health. So she's talking about one thing, but people are assuming that, you know, she, she can't, she's not using anything else. But she's only talking about dissolving her fillers and Botox, which would go away with time anyway, the effects of Botox. Whereas everyone else is assuming that she means only take my supplement and you will achieve this phase. But she's not exactly putting that message out there. And I think that's what we need to be very clear about. We were just having this conversation. People tend to put two and two together. And the easier way for them to understand something is just to link it. If you get what I mean. As in... Yeah, it's a weird thing because it sort of lets link these two things together and then assume the worst of someone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like... I do think that women are held to a different standard. I don't see any man having a problem with this. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, okay. My question was to you guys. Yeah. Is it okay to ask? Like, not that is it okay, like, why are we, is it okay to ask someone if they've had work done? Like, Ooh. is it acceptable? Should we do it? Why are we doing it if, we're, if, if, if we should do it? I think, okay, can I answer this question yeah. first? I think how I would normally address this is I would, if the person looks if I'm actually interested in knowing and I think that they look good, I might make a compliment and say, oh, you look really good. What is your secret? And I'll keep it very vague. And you kind of know when somebody wants to share their story because if they have had work done, I have actually spoken to people who are very vocal and they just say straight up tell you that, oh, you know what? I've started... The, I started using some injectables and I love the effect of it. And there are obviously some people who will not say that they've had any work done and they will just tell you that they've been looking after their skin or whatever they've been doing for it. But so yeah, so I think how I approach it is I don't ask them directly, I guess. I But do you yeah. think it's acceptable to ask? Yeah, is it? Is it acceptable to ask a direct question? I think it's like... So you think it's acceptable to ask, but not in a direct way? No, no, wait, I'm thinking about it. So I think I would... Should we go on to groups first then? Okay, do you you want to think about your answer? Think about it. Yeah. If it's okay. It's difficult because I think some people are really proud and really open about it, but some people would prefer not to let other people know just because it is still quite a taboo thing and you know some people look quite you know look down on it a little bit and people might be afraid of being judged so if I was to ask that question Mm. I wouldn't want to make the other person feel uncomfortable or feel like I'm judging them so I don't think I really would ask people but then at the same time like would you ask people oh have you had your have you had braces done? You've had really good teeth or, you know, other questions like that. I don't know. It's a difficult question, I think. I mean, I see it sort of similar to, I don't, I don't personally think it's okay to ask. Like I'd obviously say, oh, you're looking good. And I think if someone was open, they just offer it up. They'll be like, oh yeah, my answer, you know, my secret's Botox. If I had work done and someone told me I looked good, I'd be like, yeah, Botox, go get it. It's great, for example. Yeah. Because I just feel like, and Mira, Mira was speaking to us earlier and you told us how much you made, Mira. But, you know, I wouldn't ask you, Mira, how much are you making? Like, you know, you, if you don't tell me, you don't tell me, but I'll know that you're doing quite well anyway. You know, like if, if someone's got a nice place or wear dresses well, or, you know, owns expensive. Yeah. So you kind of know that they're making X amount of money, but you're not going to ask them. So if someone had 
you know, had, had a new set of lips. You're not going to go, I don't think it's okay, personally, even if it's very obvious to ask them, have you had fillers? So we're talking about if somebody looks good. But what if someone doesn't look good? Then how do you, how are you? Wait, one well, second. Wait, wait. One second, you remember no, 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 that wait, question. Wait, 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 wait. Let's ask Mira's thoughts okay. first, sorry. <laughs> wait. So, yes. Okay. Mira. Um, so I don't think I'd ever ask, but I'm also completely oblivious to this sort of thing. So I wouldn't know if someone has had work done. I wouldn't even know to think to ask because I just don't notice this sort of thing. So I'm the wrong person to ask this question. What about if somebody looked one, one way one day and then the next week they looked completely different and you had an inkling? Would you ask them? I mean, I'd probably still be entirely oblivious. And I'd be like, have you got a haircut or something? (laughs) That is true. Usually when people point it out to me that someone has done work, I'm like, oh, right, yeah, that makes sense. But otherwise, (laughs) I would not notice. I'm just not. I feel like I hope there is going to be a time where it's okay for us to talk about it. So I feel like it should be acceptable. Yeah. People shouldn't get offended because it's fine to want to look away. And I want us to go towards that direction. But at the moment, I understand how they don't want to be asked about it. So now I wouldn't. But in the future, I hope that we would move towards that. Yeah, that's fair enough. I feel like, and and this might be controversial, but I feel like people should just... To, for us to get to that, I yeah. think people should just own it. Like, you know, if you get fillers, just say, yeah, I've had fillers. That is and then true. the more people that say that, the more acceptable it becomes. And the more people see how comfortable and happy you are with it, they're not going to need to ask. Yeah, because just... what I think is that basically there is still an associated stigma to a certain degree that yeah, yeah. having non-surgical aesthetic treatments are for people who are vain and they want to look better but actually to a certain degree i would say that at the moment like what suba say is saying i would feel slightly uncomfortable asking it outright but like i said before i probably if they look good or i think they look amazing i might make a compliment and ask them what their secret is and if they're willing to share then i know that they're willing to share and if they are not willing to talk about it, then you know that that person's not actually that open about talking about a treatment, regardless of my speculation of whether or not they've had any work done. My bigger question is, now we're talking about people who we think look good, and therefore it's almost easier to bring up this discussion. But what if you see somebody, say for example, they are your close friend or you know a close colleague or somebody that you feel like you can talk to? So... You know that they've had some work done, but they might not necessarily look good. And you almost want to tell them that they should try something else or... How will the conversation go? Yeah, how would you bring up that conversation? Because maybe you feel like you're close enough to talk to them about it. Or maybe you feel like as a friend, you want to highlight it to them so that they know Mirror doesn't notice anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone looks the same all the time. I feel like even if I didn't like the way that they look now, that's my choice and they know how they look and it's their choice to look that way, so just let them be. I okay. don't think I would even talk about it. Well, if I was going to have a frank conversation about how I found how someone, you know, a close to what the work a close friend had done, I'd if I wasn't comfortable enough talking to them about it, then they're not my close friends. So what I'm trying to say is, say you had something done and yeah. it didn't look great. You as in? Me. Assuming yeah. Suba, I'd just tell you guys. And not me, rude. <laughs> you two roops. But I would just... Mira. What about me? <laughs> Mira, 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 Mira. You're like, no, okay, I got, I got Mira, it. Mira, Mira, no, actually, I would tell Mira simply because she wouldn't know the difference. Yeah. <laughs> I have to tell one of you guys and like it's not about dissing the procedure right no 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 about saying dude maybe you need to change how you're approaching this or find someone else because i mean you guys say it all the time like you're not your first therapist or your first aesthetic practitioner is who does your injectables they might not be the right person because there is a the factor of someone else's eye as well and what they think might be acceptable and you need to find someone who works well with you to yeah. get the look that you want so yeah. I just feel like sometimes 
you just need to so i need you need to open up that kind of you know floodgate if you would and yeah. just tell them guys maybe this person is not the right person for you they're, they're not quite working for you you need to go find someone else that you can have another frank conversation with and be like this is what i want yeah and then you know i equally kind of capable of this i think i probably have expectations of x and then i if i went to a practitioner i haven't had any work done yet but yeah. if i did like i'm sure like i'd have you know, really high expectations. And I want to be able to have a practitioner who'd be able to tell me, hey, no, you, you can't have that. That's not going to look good or something. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. And I think if your practitioner isn't doing that and you've had this done, then you would count, I would count on you guys to tell me that it's it's, yeah. it's not working. I'm lucky that I have you guys to kind of speak to about this, but yeah. loads of people don't. Yeah, that's true. So I think in that sense, even though I did say that it was, it's not really acceptable to just walk up someone and be like, well, what have you had done? I do think that if it's quite obvious or if it's not working and that person you think is close enough and would probably take your opinions on board, I think you do need to broach the subject somewhat. Because well, what you, if they're really happy with it and then you just yeah, so you, come you're in not and go, saying oh that... my God. <laughs> <laughs> you're not saying you don't like it. You're just having a conversation with them, right? You're just, op- you, you you just need broaching the subject. Yeah. You're being like, oh yeah, okay. And if they say, you know what? I like my new really high cheekbones. I like them. I, I mean, I might have woken up every day and been like, you know, used to looking at you a certain, seeing your face be a certain way and then you have these cheekbones that I don't like, but you might, but I want to be able to talk about it so yeah. like, so what do you think of your yeah, new cheekbones yeah i think talking about it is good but yeah. i don't I necessarily would i wouldn't tell I you would to just, dissolve your like, feelings no. your feelings about it first before i that is yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 definitely so <laughs> let's go to mira then okay so mira you said you wouldn't notice but what if what if it's a very obvious change and it does not suit the person's face. What are your... What would you... Let do? me give you an example if you can't picture anybody. Oh, no. Come on. <laughs> so, say, for example, my eyebrows today mm-hmm. looks like this. And tomorrow, it's got a huge arch. And it's literally, like, sticking up, like, almost to my hairline. I'm sure you'll be able to see that. But <laughs> yeah, I would... I would. If, and I constantly <laughs> look surprised to see you, like, Hi, Mira! <laughs> Stop doing that face. For example, if I don't want to I would talk to you about it and see how you feel about it because if that's genuinely how you want to look then I am not here to tell you that that's not okay like True. everything is subjective when it comes to yeah. looks right yeah and if you're happy with the way that you are why should I have a problem with it I want to know that what would you say what if I yeah, like, yeah, but I think like I just be like, oh, how, oh, did you get some work done? Like obviously because I know you. <laughs> like, oh, did you get some work done? Oh yeah, oh that's great. How how was it? Like you know that sort of thing. And if you're like, oh my god, it's awful. I feel terrible about it. Then we can have a conversation about it. Like, but if you're I'm like, so surprised to see you here. <laughs> but if you're like sort of like normal about it and you're like fine with it, then it's not for me to say that I don't like it. It's your face. Like I just that's true. I wouldn't do it. So, okay, then can I ask you guys, so we are all having like an open conversation about medical aesthetics and how we are fine with people getting it. So do you guys think that the reason why people are also mad at J-Lo for saying that if she hasn't had Botox or fillers, that her not saying out loud kind of stigmatizes the entire industry again? I do think it does to a certain degree. It's a short answer. Yeah. But if she hasn't had it done... She's not stigmatizing it and we're demonizing her. So I really don't know what the right answer is. My answer is she says she hasn't had work done and therefore we're going to believe her. Like, so she's not doing anything wrong. I think you're right. We should take everything at face value, but maybe with a pinch of salt. So you can always take what she said on board. Whether or not you choose to believe it 100% is another thing. So... Like for me, I accept that full well that she's saying that she's never had any injectable, so I am taking it on board. What I'm not saying is that I, I can't say for sure that she's not had any other facial treatment done. I'm just going to push the boundaries a little bit, right? Oh, yeah. That. So, but sometimes people have very obviously have had work done. And when they vehemently say that they haven't had work done... That's, I think that's really damaging. Thing when, yeah. you know, when it, sometimes I think when aesthetic practitioners say that 
No, I'm not telling smokers off. I'm just saying. No, no, no. I'm saying Mira can't tell between someone without <laughs>、oh, procedures. She's not the expert. Oh, I'm not. I'm not entirely unable to see. Yeah, plastic surgeons and you know dermatologists say, oh yeah. yeah, this person has had a brow lift or a fox eye lift done. Then you know when it's really obvious. And when they say that they haven't had it done, that's when I have a problem because then you're like, "What、well, were you just not being honest?" Yeah, but is well, it? I'm not yeah, saying that's, that's what makes people less likely to be open about what they've had exactly. Done, you know, everywhere else because there's still a taboo about it, and people are still afraid of being judged because celebrities are even afraid of telling the truth. Can I just say that if I had like work done and someone told me I looked good, I. Be literally like telling everyone to get it done. I don't I, I know. Mean, like not telling people to get it done, but I'd really kind of be enthusiastic advocating about it. Advocating about、yeah. it. No, isn't like I wouldn't be ashamed、Proud. of just it. Own it. Yeah, I just own it. Why not? I just、yeah. want to. I I don't want to look thirty when I'm fifty. Yeah. But I do want I to look like a good fifty. I think a lot of people are now more than they were like ten, twenty years ago. Like more celebrities are saying, "Yes, I've had this work done." And being like, yes, I look great. So things are moving in the right direction, but yes, it is still stigmatized. And the more people who say they haven't had stuff done when they have, makes it worse, basically. Wait, Can I just say? Mira was going to say something. I was just going to say that, like, I think for the people that have had work done and don't want to talk about it, I think that's okay. But I, I assume that you know there is something going on around their self-image. They're not like. Just wanting to lie to everyone, like、yeah. they're probably quite aware that it's obvious to people, but there, you know, there's something going on for them that make, means that they don't want to talk about it openly. But I don't think we can take any individual and be like, oh, you know, because you don't talk about it, that's adding to a stigma. Like there are plenty of people out there that do talk open about it, openly about it. Yeah, and we could just turn to those people who want positive, be- like people who talk about it positively, rather than attack the people that don't want to. True. Yeah,、But、I also- think that's really important not to attack people if they're not willing to come out and be more vocal about if they've had any treatments done. Also,、I've- if they have. Obvious treatments done. Why do we have to go and ask that? Yeah, this is what I mean. Like that—that—that、yeah. that, that comes back to my question of, do you even ask?、Yeah. I guess if, if someone ask, is then... has obvious treatments and they want to shout out about it, they would have. I think when I have treatments done and someone comes up to me and be like, "Oh my god, you look amazing!" I'm gonna be like, "Guess what, guys? I had this done." I think I'll be very vocal about it. But I guess I am an aesthetic practitioner, so maybe my Judgment is slightly more skewed towards that way. I'm a little bit different. I know the stigma surrounding it, so I would be more hesitant to say something. But I know where I want it to go, so I think I would definitely tell my closest friends. But also, if I've had obvious work done, I really hope that people just won't come up asking. I mean, I wouldn't go and tell my boss. You know, hey,、yeah. guess what? I had Botox yesterday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but. You know, I, I'd, yeah, yeah, I'd pick my audience. Exactly,、obviously. like I think before I I was into all of this, I would have not said anything. But now I'm slowly learning about it, and I'm more comfortable telling you guys, and maybe like telling my work friends that yes, I'm going to be having Botox if they ask. I'm having, I will have a chemical peel, or I I will be happier saying it. But I can understand why people don't want to shout out about it because、yeah. I have that reservations too of how other people will look at you. Yeah, no, but you definitely are more open about it because、yeah. we talk about it so much. Exactly, on and, and now and I, I feel very comfortable. I'm glad, like I'm surrounded by people who are not judging. Yeah, yeah, and they are saying that if I want a procedure, I should just go ahead and get it. So I have that kind of support. But imagine people who don't have that kind of support, and a celebrity have being. Have you ever had anybody criticize you for having treatments? No, but. I always just thought that you don't talk about it, but you haven't had a treatment yeah, that's you haven't had a treatment that's you know one of the, you've not had a taboo treatment, have you? Haven't yet, but if when I want to get it, I'll be more comfortable doing it. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's fair. Yeah, that's that's how I feel as well. Like I won't have any issues talking, no, talking about it. No, I wouldn't. Yeah,、no. to you guys, definitely not. But if you asked me five years back if I was going to get Botox. In five years' time, would I tell you guys? I'll be like, no. 
because I, I, it's not I, a conversation that everyone is having or that I still feel like is acceptable. I guess my short answer is in 10 years time, will I be the face of safe app having work done? The answer is yes. Same here. <laughs> I would here. put myself out there. Same here as safe app. And you ask me if I had work done, I will say yes because I hope in 10 years time, this conversation is not going to be about bashing someone else about having work done or not having work done. Yeah. Yeah. The thing, thing is, we're like all focusing media. on, or the media is all focusing on JLo's having work done or not having work done. But in reality, she's like a great businesswoman that's building a brand, and that's quite amazing, really. And we're just just looking at what she looks like, which is a shame. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Also, maybe she always had good skin, and from that came her brand. But people. That's are not... true. Well, but still, she's a businesswoman as well, and she's made something for herself. Coming yeah. back to my analogy before, like, Jackie Chan and being the face of a gym. Oh. Like, honestly, nobody's bashing him. <laughs> and Paul Rudd. And Paul Rudd. I was just, just going to say, guys, we should take some time to just acknowledge that J-Lo has also worked really hard to look the way she does. She doesn't drink alcohol. I mean, I, I don't think I could do that. Oh, yes. uh, you know, she doesn't eat yeah. a lot of crap food. She oh. clearly... She, she clearly puts the work in, so I feel like no one's actually acknowledged that. And I do think that if you had really terrible skin and then you got Botox, it's not really going to help you as much as it would if you had great skin to agree with. Because that's your, that's your canvas, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, we should all be slightly less mistrusting of other people. And if they're saying that, you know they haven't had work done, then we shouldn't be overly scrutinizing these people. Can I also say maybe we shouldn't just make stories out of nothing? Yeah. That is true. But then we wouldn't have this amazing podcast though, guys. And also, can I say I love Gemma Collins? Yeah. <laughs> Gemma Collins. I love that woman. Gemma Collins, if you're listening to this, come on Gemma our Collins. podcast, Gemma please. Collins, I love you. Come on our podcast. <laughs> okay, so this is the end of our podcast. Thank you to our lovely friends, uh, Div, Mira, and Roots, for joining us today. Thank you, everyone. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> please, please, please. Bye. Yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs>